Hallelujah. I'm Hallie Labonte welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. And they are going to bless your socks off, my friends. It is a true treat and it is a true treasure. Well, my walk through the Bible devotional keeps surprising me, my friends, and I wanted to share this with you. As you know, it links up one Old Testament story and one New Testament story every day so that by the end of the year, I will have walked through the entire Bible and I am looking forward to being able to say, I have read the Bible from cover to cover. I'll report back. But I'll tell you what, as I do, it is filled with surprises. We've all heard of David killing Bathsheba's husband so David could take her as his wife. But there is a lesser known story from 1 Samuel where God strikes a man named Nabal dead so David could have his wife too. And I says it pays well to be on the big guy's good side, doesn't it? Especially if you're into married women. Well, it's right there in 1 Samuel, or 1 Samuel, as our adult president would say. Isn't that so cute? He's so funny. Anyway, just like Moses and Aaron weren't just brothers, they worked together too. Please welcome my brother in Christ, Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie, that's so nice. I, you know, I've forgotten that story of Nabal. Yeah, it's a lesser known story about King David. Right. And is that is that the one where he uh, was insulting some of David's men? They said, uh, who are you? And he says, uh, go away or something. I don't want to talk to you. And they went back to David and they said, hey, this guy insulted us. And David says, well, we got to kill him. David sent a message to this guy, Nabal, and he said, just so you know, I've been here the whole time, like around your livestock and I haven't stole anything. And, you know, right. g- God bless. And uh, David was just uh, kind of patting his own back for not stealing from Nabal. And Nabal said, who, who are you? Oh, right. And David was so mad. He said, what do you mean, who am I? And so he was on his way there to kill all the men and uh, boy children, as you do when someone doesn't know who you are. And then uh, Nabal's wife was beautiful, the Bible says, which I thought was so interesting that they mentioned that she was beautiful. Oh, that's great. And anyway, God ended up killing Nabal because God didn't like him at all, which we don't think about God doing a lot. You know, right. we don't think that God kills people, but especially Bible, for not knowing someone's name. That's right. You know, sometimes, Hallie, I remind myself of that story because there's so many people at this church and I'm really good with faces, but sometimes not great with names. And so I go, you know, sometimes I'll write a little note to myself uh, that says, don't be disnabled with your name remembering because, you know, if you forget a name, you might get struck down by God with a heart attack. I'll tell you what. Well, what's happening in Climax, my brother? Hallie, we had a great week with my youth. Uh, We're working through this new curriculum with Orange. Are you familiar with Orange? Oh, they're so cool. They're down in Atlanta. They have awesome curriculum. And so I'm working through this great thing right now with my youth. It's called I Have Questions. I Have Questions. And what it is, it's just a better way to lead conversations with high school students who might have questions. And I'm just going to read straight from the website because I think this is really, really a great way to put it. And the website says, some conversations are too important not to have with your students. At the same time, not every important conversation is suited for a three to five week series. Am I mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you just can't spend all that time on on one question. And so they said that's why for the first time, XP3 high school curriculum is offering a standalone XP3, talk. XP3, that XP3. sounds so cool. I know, I thought it sounded kind of like XP3. a low rider car or something. Yeah, that's cool. So it, and it was something like, hey, we're going to offer these these standalone one-off curriculums uh, for, 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 for topics that you, high school students are going to really wrestle with. And here are the topics race oh yeah that's not worth three to five weeks but that's a good one-off technology oh not for three to five weeks but good one-off suicide oh not for three to five weeks but that's a good one-off self-harm same entertainment same and whether following jesus will make us boring 
Oh, and I just so thought good. that is such a great way of thinking about it because a lot of my kids will come to me with a question and they'll say, hey, you know, is um, one race better than another race? And I'll go, hey, I'm going to tackle that next week in, in a really great 30 minute talk. Or they'll say, hey, you know, I'm thinking of maybe um, putting a cigarette out on my arm to get some attention from this girl that I really like. And I'll say, hey, I'm going to cover that next week, 30 to 40 minutes. I've knocked it out. I don't have to go back to it. I have no reason to go on. I have cystic acne and halitosis and I am gay and I don't fit in and I'm going to kill myself. 30 to 40 minutes, we knock it out. Now, the really cool thing is I've already gotten a little sneak peek of next year and the curriculum is called No Further Questions. Oh, there's no further questions. We've talked about it in one week, one offs. There's nothing left. Once we get through that, we're going to do no no further questions, which I think is just when I get to basically pose questions uh, that I came up with, because obviously I've tackled all the ones that the high school kids needed to know. That is so cool. You know, things like self-harm and suicide and like these take years and years and years of therapy. But you're not going to spend full weekends on them well, in that, terms of your teaching. And you got to remember that that therapy can be a lot of money. It can be a lot of waste of money. And if we can really get uh, condense it down into 30 to 40 minutes where we're really tackling the issues head on, yeah. you're probably not going to need all that therapy. So I like to say to my parents, too, hey, I just saved you some money. That's true. And you know what? I even loathe to use the word therapy because I feel like that's a little bit like astrology and all that stuff. We should call it Christian counseling. definitely too blessed to be stressed, which means it's time to move on to too anointed to be disappointed. Just like Paul sat in jail dreaming of seeing Timothy before he died. You are so lucky, my listeners, because you get to meet today's guest before you die. Please welcome Dieter Lim, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hi, welcome. Hi, Hallie. So nice to see you. Thank you so much for having me. We are so lucky to have you. Uh, As you all know, listeners, I'm sure you know this because he's very famous around Twin Hills. He started the Pure Apron Meal Kit Delivery Service. I mean, you are one of the classiest people I know. Oh, stop. I do drive a Cadillac. You do drive a Caddy. I like yes. it's champagne color, didn't it? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Like I cu- got it custom made. Oh, really? Yeah. They don't have it in that color anymore. Really? Oh. They said it wasn't American enough. So oh, you must be doing very well. I do. Okay. You know, like, it, you know, I, I try to be humble. Sure. You know, we don't want to talk about finances, right. but I do have a third home. Oh, great. How yeah. much did you make last year? Um, I'm, uh, I don't want to get into specifics, but it was over 2 million. Amazing. Is that a lot? Bless, bless, bless. Hey, the church does better for it, right? That is right. 10% of everything. That's right. right. Hey, wow. You're keeping us afloat. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about what is Pure Apron? Oh, so Pure Apron. Have you ever heard of Blue Apron? I have heard of that. That's the meal kit delivery thing. Yeah. Amazon has one now. Everyone's getting into it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And you know, I was, you know, I was a young boy and my mom was a single mom and she always had had stuff in the kitchen and she would always do slop cooking she'd always take take things and then remix it into new things and i was really inspired by that so i was like you know what there's all these meal kits happening and everyone's making so much money and there's not one for the good christian community not a single one of them honors god no this one is straight from the bible each kit is inspired by meals or stories from the bible (laughs) yeah yeah we have different themes 
so like for example cool. we'll have a genesis theme and we, yeah. you know last last month we had a genesis theme and the box was um a few red delicious apples well i really liked the leviticus box because <gasps> i like non-bread and i yes. know you were saying it's manna that mm-hmm. fell from the heaven but i love non-bread and i know that's indian and it's eastern and that's like a little slippery slope there but yeah. like it's so good I it know. has those um raised parts kind of like the way uh, what are those little uh, those little blistered parts of the non bread that kind of reminds me of like little caesars sometimes does that the little uh, yeah what are those i call little- them god bubbles thank you yes god bubbles yeah. i yeah. also loved the last supper one that you did <gasps> That was really... So many figs. It was basically half a box of figs, mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to put that on the pizza crust because... Mm-hmm. And I love the little thing you wrote in there in the magazine part that says, hey, if you're, gonna, if you're about to be crucified, what's the last thing you want to have? Pizza. Pizza. That is so cool. Isn't that really, cute? I it didn't is realize correct. how sweet figs are. They really... They, they, they satisfied my sweet tooth. Oh, yeah. It's better than candy. Yeah. It's really good for you. And the people in the Mideast go crazy over it. Yeah. So, Dana, how did you get interested in cooking? Well, as I said, I had a single mother. And oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Aww. How is she Not single? a lot of people know the struggle of, ha- of having a single mother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot Aww. of Christians have two parents. That's right. Yeah. That's it's right. mandated by God, actually. Well, yeah, you're supposed to stay together. Forever. Right. Yeah. And you procreate within the bounds of marriage. That's his intended design. Exactly. And my parents got divorced. <sighs> so sorry. Oh, Dieter. I know. I know. I was praying for, you know a single mom situation to have been because she was a widow, but, um, she did get divorced and I, I was so angry at my mom sure. and I went on a hunger strike. Oh yeah. For six days. Wow. wow. Yeah. During the day I ate at night. I was very angry. The sixth day came around and I had a vision oh. and the vision was of an angel with the head of a lion. Oh. And it said to me, you must feed God's children. Dieter. Wow. And that was when I was 19. Wow, you've had such an interesting life. Even by the age of 19, you're praying for your father to die. He doesn't die. He and doesn't die. He just goes away. And then you start starving yourself by day. You're eating presumably a lot at night. I hope you were carbon up I was carbon loading, okay, yeah. Good. Are there any spices that you like to cook with especially? Turmeric. Really? Ooh. Yes, it's anti-inflammatory. Great really? for goiters. <gasps> really? Great for goiters. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's so great. Now, do you have any... T- I was watching Netflix, uh-huh. and this gal says, uh, f- uh, heat, acid, um, fat. Salt <laughs> yeah. Salt and fat? Yeah. I've seen that. I thought it was so fascinating. And I thought, here's this neat gal. Mm-hmm. She's got this knowledge about stuff, and she's willing to share it with us. And I don't know where she's from. I couldn't tell her ethnicity, really, but she was going all over the world. So I'm like, she could be anything. And but she's got this idea about how to flavor things, and I said, "This girl's talking a language I don't even understand." Because I'm I'm gonna you know dump a thing of tuna onto a I'm gonna make a tuna casserole. I'm gonna make a um you know I recently started tuna casserole is great. Really, it's delicious. Of course, oh, if you, you have the time for something like that. Now, how would you tie in a tuna casserole to something biblical? Oh, tuna casserole. One time we did a box, a theme box. It was a gospel theme box. And we put two tunas oh, in wow. a basket with one loaf of bread. Oh, awesome. And we're like, the miracle is yours. Oh. Amazing. Isn't that cute? And you're supposed to make that into Fishes a casserole. Yes. You're supposed to chop up the bread and the tuna, put into a casserole dish, and feed a million people. And they were two full-size tuna. Two full-size tunas. 
It was a large box. A large wow, box. Yeah. That is so so cool. how much is it per month to be a member at the uh, for for Pure Apron? Pure Apron, it's a low cost of four hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. You could pay in installments of yeah. ten dollars yeah. a day. Yeah. So $10 a day. I'm doing the premium one though. I'm at fifteen I come in fifteen hundred a month because I'm doing the premium one where you get the organic chicken thighs and all that. That's worth it. So yeah, I'm just doing the math. Yeah. So it's so it's ten dollars a day for about thirty days, so it's three hundred. And then sure. on the last day, do you just pitch in that last one hundred or now I know what you're saying. Okay. If if you pay in installments, it's going to cost you okay three thousand six hundred and fifty dollars a year. Right. If you pay the four hundred monthly right. at the top of the month, okay. it's just simply four hundred a month. Oh, that's great! So if you pay it all at one time, it's four hundred, or you can pay every day for ten dollars, and it's three hundred. I'm doing $1,500 a month, and it is worth it. Did you get the organic lamb? I did the organic the lamb. The two lambs for the sacrifice? And I feel like it's such a conversation starter with my teenage boy. Right. Because he's like, Mom, what's going on? And I'm like, this is something that you need to be exposed to, that you need to understand. Right. And and we started talking about, like, how did Jesus eat? What did Jesus eat? Yeah. We knew he ate figs and dates. We knew we know he had hummus and tabbouleh, mm-hmm. because that's what they have at the old Jerusalem um, uh, hummus place down in Castleton. And I've had the Mediterranean food before, and you, oh, what are the things I love so well that are, the French grape fries? leaves rest? I love French fries. Oh. Now, is it okay? May I ask Palaf? you a Oh, yes, yes. Do you like a pilaf? Love. I love a rice pilaf. I love a There are different kinds of rice, and I don't understand it. And I'm mostly, I know I'm doing the processed food, and I'm making the, like, meal. The other thing. But I got to ask you, may I ask you a question about Please. morality and Christ, uh, you know, really trying to live a Christ-centered life? Mm-hmm. What do you do with things like loving French fries? Is that okay? My body's a temple, and I'm putting fried foods in it. How do I really reconcile that? I think anything can be reconciled as long as you ask for forgiveness directly to your Lord and Savior. Oh. Anything can be forgiven. My son, Day, he has brought this up before. He says, Mom, if our body's a temple and smoking and drinking is so bad, then why can we have Krispy Kremes? How is a Krispy Kreme different on the human body than a cigarette? And I say, well, a cigarette is a drug. And my son says, so is sugar, you know? You, he's a smart son. You got a smart kid. Is it right? Is it just as bad to put Krispy Kremes in the body as it is to put tobacco in the body? I mean, sin-wise. I think sin-wise, I believe every sin is equal to another. You could murder your father or you could eat too much sugar in one sitting. Mm. Jesus is crying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either way, Jesus is crying. And we don't mm-hmm. want Jesus to cry. Mm-hmm. We want him to cry for, uh, for joy. Mm-hmm. What and happened? What ended up happening to your father? Um, you know what? That's actually an interesting case. There's a cold case out right now. Oh, so he was murdered. Um, the actually the term isn't murder. It's unidentified homicide. Unidentified oh, homicide. Man. Yeah. So they know that he he was killed, but we just don't know in what fashion or what motivated it. What? Right. I know. <gasps> now was that before or after he divorced your mom? That was right after, the day after he divorced my mom. Unidentified homicide. Uh, there wow. was an unidentified homicide. He was found at the bottom of a well, Whoa. a wishing well. What? Mm-hmm. 
in the okay. middle in, of the mall. In Castleton Mall? The wish I love the wishing well at Castleton Mall. That's where he died? That's where his fo- body was found. What? Mm-hmm. We don't know where the unidentified homicide took place, but the body was found inside the wishing well of the Castleton Mall. Oh, Dieter, I'm so, so sorry. So why had he gone to the mall? Was he just upset? I'm not sure. I know he was looking for a new battery for his phone. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he had a StarTac and that battery was running out. So mm. I know he was looking for a battery the day that he got divorced from my mother. But mm. it's still a cold case. There's not enough evidence to charge anyone. The other thing that's kind of interesting, just going back to food, is something that we they say in Queensland. You know, you all said salt, fat, Acid, acid heat. heat. Okay. See, he, in, in Australia, we oftentimes say crumble, uh, crunch, yes. cream, Ooh. and fat. And fat's the, the fourth one. Delicious. But crumble, crunch, cream, and, and fat. You can't get away with fat, can you? Uh, you, you, you just, you can't, just it's, cannot. It's a backbone of every culture's cuisine. It's fat is flavor, isn't that right? That's right. But it's we don't, flavor. you know, we don't cook a lot of things in Australia, but if it's got crumble, crunch, cream and fat in it will probably eat it. Well, what's a typical meal in Australia? Well, you know, a typical um, Australian uh, meal that would be a more traditional meal is what we call uh, a bougie crumble. Ooh. A bougie crumble. A, a bougie crumble. crumble. So a bougie crumble is basically we take a pan and you put some cream in the bottom of the pan. It can be uh, any kind of cream. Yes. Usually something from, you know, any kind of animal that uh, would be a mammal, so wallaby, a kangaroo, or whatever. Um, oh. You put the cream in the bottom of the pan. You take a bunch of... Do you have... Um, uh, it's similar to granola. Do you have granola? We do have yeah. granola, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, delicious. we call it granola. And what we do is we take the granola, we sort of crumble it on the cream. Oh. And then um, the, the, the top layer is just going to be a nice... Uh, uh, and, uh, you know when you have a steak and you cook it and it's got that nice sort of fat on the edges of the steak? I sure do. We kind of take that and we put it on the top. You've got the crunch, you've got the crumble, because uh-huh. the granola is both crumbly and crunchy. Uh-huh. You've got the cream mm. and you've got the fat. That's and then we so just cool. sort of let that sit in the sun for a bit to get nice and warm and then we'll, then we'll serve it. That's so cool. Usually on weddings. That's so Wow. Neat. Now, I want to tell you something, Dieter, which is that And I want to get your opinion on this because I know how to make lasagna. I'm not great in the kitchen. I'm not great in the kitchen, but I know how to make a lasagna. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. You're going to win my heart. I'm, you know. So, but I know how to make a lasagna. Mm -hmm. You know, I I do the lasagna noodles beforehand, and then it's just basically like layering, right? You're going to put on a layer of this, you're going to put on a layer of that. And I just recently, to try to be a little more health conscious, instead of putting down the crumbled meat, I started doing broccoli. So I got the noodle, I got the red sauce, I got the ricotta, uh-huh. and then broccoli. And then noodle, red sauce, broccoli, ricotta. And, and, and I mean, that's honoring God, isn't it? Sure. I bet it's honoring you. God. Yes, broccoli oh. is God's, everything is God, if you think about it. Right? I would love to. There's God in everything. Does it really? Yes, even the, even the nasty bits. Oh, like, well, what would some nasty food bits be? Oh, one time we had a sacrificial lamb box where we threw in a live newborn lamb. Oh, yeah. A dagger Mm. and a small granite altar. It was a heavy box. Yeah. But they get to keep the granite altar. Of course. That's That's cool. That's a great deal. It sort of explains the pricing, too, because the shipping on that has to be pretty high cost. 
Yeah, and it probably has to be fast, too, if it's a live animal. Right. Yeah, you don't want to get a dead lamb in right, a box. Right, That's right, a bummer. Right, 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 you know, right. you work all day, and you will come home, and you your meal kit shows up. Yeah. You want that baby lamb to be purring. Right, That's and right. you want it to be easy. You want to come home, and you want to be able to throw this together quickly. A, a lot of working people, and they don't know how to cook. So and you, not everyone has an, a granite altar at home. Right, I don't know no. anyone, actually. No. Right. I do now. Anyway, so, yes, it is a lot of money to ship it, but it's worth it because at the end of the day, you have a granite altar, so you could sacrifice anything at home. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And then you wait till your firstborn son comes down, mm-hmm. and then you, in Abrahamic fashion, mm-hmm. you trick him, mm-hmm. and you tie him to the altar, mm-hmm. you raise the dagger up to the sky, yeah. and you pray to God and say, please stop me from doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then God stops you from killing your child and yeah. you bring the, in the baby lamb, yeah. you slice it up, and then you throw it in the Barbie. That's so cool. That is oh, great. the Barbie. That's the for Barbie. you, Greg. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Now, is it an issue if you don't have a firstborn? Actually, we have to make sure that you have a firstborn before you can subscribe to this box. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got that box because I have a boy. Oh, you do great. have a boy. Yeah, How it, did that go, by it, the well, way? Well, he was so mad. He didn't think it was funny at all. And don't you think that we've just lost those traditions? Mm. Now, you know, we used to have what they call rites of passage. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and, and, and now we don't have any of those. And I just think it's fun with these boxes, especially the theme ones. Mm-hmm. You're starting new traditions at your house where you're going, hey, it's the end of the summer. We're going to do the sacrificial lamb box. And I just think that's fun. It's a great way to, yeah. Just family traditions. Yeah. And it's good for kids to know that this God requires blood sacrifice. The Old Testament one does, definitely. Well, yeah. You know it. And, you know, kids don't really process that. They're like, we call that infanticide, patricide. They have all these words for it now, but like murder and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? The God of the universe needed to know the depth of Abraham's love. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it makes total sense. And these kids now they're like, it doesn't like it's called murder and it's not okay. And I'm like, you need to get with the program. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get off your phone and get off your vegan blogs and get onto an altar. Hello. I think the best one you sent was the upper room box. Oh, that was a riot. (laughs) We got a lot of letters That one was so cool because we all had to put on these little, he almost had, it almost looked like, Gray, have you ever heard of Coachella? Uh, Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the, the, the concert out in the desert. Yeah, it's these people and they wear all this stuff. Well, Dieter puts this stuff in the box where you have to wear this little headdress thing that has a flame above your head because in the upper room, there was a flame that appeared above everyone's head. Oh, fun. So we put on these headdresses and mm-hmm. we've got all these flamers sitting around the table and it was one of the more beautiful meals we've ever shared. I felt like everyone felt like they could express themselves freely and everyone had a lot of pride that they took in the meal. Oh, you know. that makes me so happy. Oh, well, I got to thank you, Dieter. Just it's coming just... from a broken family, if any oh. one of my meal kit boxes could bring a family together. Oh. And that's probably why you do it. That's my mission. Now, do you have a family? Are you married? What's your story? No, I, um, for the last 10 years, have been celibate, actually. Really? I have, yeah. Wow. Uh, my only relationship is with Christ. That is incredible. And yeah. is that just so you can really focus? That's really for me to focus on my meal kits and come up with new themes. Like before I was celibate, I had no drive in life. All I wanted to do was make love 
Oh, sure. Right? And yeah, it's like primal. Primal. Have someone I was married to and show them how to love them with my body mm-hmm. entering mm-hmm. their body. Whoa. Yeah. And sometimes their body would enter mine. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I would celebrate and uh, give thanks to Jesus and God. Yeah. And, um, but it was ev- distracting. It was distracting me because it, there was someone always between me and Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? And that the Her way? name was Terry. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that Terry Campbell? Do you know her? I play racquetball with her. You do? Yeah, I she love her. She is so sporty. She's so great. She has stayed celibate as well. That's so interesting. That is very interesting. It was actually um, something we decided when she became my personal assistant. Oh, oh you work together now. We divorced and now she, we work together now. She schedules my flights. She sends my thank you emails. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So you, you were married at one point. We were married at one point. After you, after you decided to be celibate, you had to, you, you split up. We split up and my business started growing and I was like, who do I trust more than my once wife? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, well I've been talk- inside of her. She's been inside of me. Who do I trust more? Now, is that something that you prayed for? I did pray for, I got a vision actually. Oh really? What yeah. was that one? The vision was, it was the same angel with a lion's head. Okay. It seems and like that, that was, he comes back a lot. And then there's when I found a box, a blue apron box. Really? Oh. And I said, I can improve on this. Mm-hmm. I can make this better. I can make this holy. I can make this sanctified. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's when I came up with Pure Apron. And I mean, prosperity. And then Terry had to help me out because, you know, there's too much for me to do. Right. What are you going to do? You need yeah. an assistant. You're so successful. You're an entrepreneur. I mean, talk about the prosperity gospel and the prayer of Jabez. You're a millionaire. I'm I, I think twice God, over. Twice over. Right. I think God has very clearly blessed your decisions don't you absolutely it was the right thing to do and i don't miss sex ever yeah well how old are you i'm 41 oh wow yeah you look great thank you it's the asian genes oh, oh yeah. are you asian it, yeah okay i didn't want to ask because i wasn't sure if that's something you can ask these days thank you so much you cannot I feel like it's time to move on to mailbag. Are you ready to answer a question from a listener? Absolutely. Wonderful. I'm so excited to. Okay, here we go. Hi, Twin Hillers. I am an African-American woman raising an eight-year-old boy. I have him in Christian school because it's a high priority in our family to have a good faith-based education. But the kids at his school have been calling him a son of ham. Do you know what this is from and how we should proceed in a way that honors God? Sharon F., Wow, a son of ham. Son of ham, right. Do you know about the son of ham? Well, it's funny because I we didn't even know we were going to have a food-based guest on today, and you're food-based, and then they're talking about ham. ham. But I think they're talking about Noah's sons, right? Right. So, oh. so the whole human race can be traced back to Noah's Ark because the whole earth was wiped out. And so everyone's like, how did you get all the different races? Well, you know, in the Bible, it does say ham was darker complected. And I'm not sure if I can ask you this, um, uh, but uh, are, uh, can I ask you, are you Asian? I know you cannot. Okay. Good. So um, the uh, what I'm thinking maybe is a good way to uh, deal with this thing that's going on at his school is that, yes, it is biblical to call someone a son of ham, but maybe you could sort of get him excited about it because what a lot of the kids say these days is that's ham. Oh, really? And ham means cool. Oh. And so maybe you can tell your kids, hey, when someone says, you know, I'm going to go ham or that's ham, you say that's really cool. They also call people goat and yes. that means greatest of all 
time. G-O-A-T? Right. So wow. I think that's a really positive thing here where you go, hey, yes, you are maybe the only black kid in your class. I'm not sure if I can say that. You can't. Right. Dieter Lim was played by Peter Kim. Check out his podcast, Slumber Party, and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Peter KZ. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.